What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Legends of, Legends of Athletics podcast. I'm Justin Miller, and on today, I have a very special guest with me, a close friend, a great uh, a, a great guy to look up to, a great mentor, a great guy to look up to in the community, uh, a statue, a pillar of the community, as you would say. And I'm trying to put this guy on a pedestal, and it's none other than one of my good friends, uh, as you, I would call his name, Curtis Davis, but now he has the PhD on front of it. So we're going to respect him, and it's Dr. Davis. So say what's up to him, man. <laughs> Brother, man, I appreciate that. What's up, everyone? Um, happy to be a part of this, man. I want to say, um, give you your kudos for, for doing this, bro. It's really, really, uh, really impressive. I love seeing it, man. I, I know we'll get into, you know, being from Mississippi sooner rather than, rather than later, but I really want to big you up for your platform and for your vision and you know your narratives man and what you're doing so what up yes sir yes sir and it's uh it's one of those things man me and curtis graduated from tupelo high school at the same time back in 2009 and you know we both uh made the choice of going to college and uh pursuing our degrees and our respective fields Mm -hmm. and um curtis decided to take it a couple steps further than i did Mm -hmm. But uh, we're both doing the, doing what we want to do in life and doing the thing that we love to do. Mm-hmm. And I'll let Curtis uh, go and dig a little bit deeper into himself mm. and uh, tell you guys a little bit more about himself. And then yeah. we'll get ready to jump right into the meat of this podcast yeah. and um, and talk about, you know, some of the topics that me and you have kind of discussed and uh, and go right into it. So I'll let you yeah. kind of just take that and, uh, and, and tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah, man. Like you said, you know, I did recently just finish grad school and getting my PhD, I'm not really, I'm not going to be one of those people that sort of throws out letters and says, oh, I have this and that. But I do, I, I, I will say that, you know, I have that to just sort of, I don't know, let people know that I do know what I'm talking about a little bit, that I'm an expert in a few things, not not everything. Um, but yeah, man, my, in, you know, I, I bring up having a PhD and, cho- and, and chose to do that because I had something that I wanted to research. I had something that I wanted to talk about. I had other people who I wanted to sort of advocate for and speak for. But outside of that, man, I'm just a dude, you know, like you mentioned, from Tupelo, from Mississippi. Um, I've lived in different places. I've traveled different places. But 662-38801 is, is the home. Um, you know, I carry that with me everywhere and i'm just really interested in um you know flourishing and seeing you know my loved ones and seeing everyone flourish as well um i don't know if that's i don't know what other specifics you know I, you want you know you want me to share but i'm sure it'll come out as we talk but yeah that's uh that's one of the good things and uh like i know you work in the area like you were saying advocating for people working in the right. area of social work is right. uh, one of the I know that you've done in the past, you know, and I think now, I don't know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I, are you transitioning into the area of academia or you going to stay yeah. in the... Yeah, okay. man. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, you know, I, I am going to be an assistant professor, so that is, you know, in academe, but man, I, I'm going to throw out a word. I'm going to say that I'm a pracademic. So part of that is going to be in the classroom yeah. and the other part of that is going to be in the community, just continuing to work with people and sort of taking that grassroots approach. So, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, the work that you've done, you know, that we talked about in the past, uh-huh. I mean, it's been, uh, it, it's, it's really been a critical thing, especially, mm. uh, I, I guess for you and I, well, I say for me, 
more so is seeing it, seeing the world in a different light, not necessarily mm-hmm. knowing these people, but, you know, seeing, mm-hmm. like, listening to some of the situation that you mm-hmm. uh, get with people with and, you know, help with uh, kids and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's really great. And um, yeah, especially, man. I guess you can say from where we're from and, you know, seeing some of the things we've seen and seeing a guy like yourself step out there and, and be one of the people in the forefront mm-hmm. and on the front lines for it, man, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's major. That's one of the big things. And yeah. so, um, you know, today, you know, that kind of brings to the point of what we what we're going to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. and um, that's kind of like the title of this this podcast is 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 inter- is is very specifically titled what it is for mm-hmm. what we're going to be discussing. Mm-hmm. So it's called being black male in America. So, you know, growing up <laughs> as a black male or yeah. growing up in a minority, you know, how yeah. that kind of looks, you know, how it shaped us. You know yeah. how we've learned to cope with it, and yeah. this this podcast isn't necessarily, you know, I can speak from my my standpoint, Kurt's standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily just saying for black men, right? But also for anybody that's in the minority, or you may be in the majority, right. and you may feel like a more a minority. Right. You know, you may be able to relate to some of these these points and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, um, a few of the things we're gonna be discussing is, you know, how important it is to establish good mental health and physical health as well, mm-hmm. you know, and how we put that and keep that in practice and, you know, also mental health within our community um, and uh, some of our experiences as well uh, in the mix of all of this, all of that that we're, uh, that we're trying to discuss. So mm-hmm. I guess the first question that I ask and we'll get the ball rolling in that direction is um, how important is it to establish good good mental health? We're, we'll stay with the mental right now and, mm-hmm. and jump into the physical later. Yeah, yeah, man, it, it's it's vital, man. It's 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 vital to be honest with you. Um, I think physical health, maintaining good physical health and mental health, go hand in hand. Um, and and you know, I was thinking about, you know, how to get this started or what to talk about or what to say. I will say that. Um, it's important to be aware of it and it's important uh, to, you know, give yourself some grace, man. Um, mm-hmm. Establishing mental health and maintaining good mental health or a good mental health status. Um, it's a process. And I think oftentimes certain people, especially, you know, may, maybe men of color may not really know where to even get started. And a lot of people don't have that form or that space to even talk about it. I think that's what makes your, you know, this podcast so, so good and so needed because you sort of give that space for people to listen and for people to talk about it. But yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's critical, man. It really is. It really is. And I know um, as far as from, for me, like you said, giving yourself grace with the physical mm-hmm. uh, side of it. I know a lot of people get into, uh, especially when it comes to fitness and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is more, you know, side that I'm in, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people get into, um, you know, trying to diet and ex- and exercise, and yeah. it's to a point to where you're so focused on losing weight and mm-hmm. this, that, and other that you kind of lose sight of enjoying mm-hmm. life in the process. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you may get into a point where you're trying trying to diet to lose ten pounds or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you never have you never have time to go out and enjoy your friends, enjoy your right. family, right. or enjoy just a, a steady meal that right. you know everybody. Is, is eating i mean because no, <clears throat> you can eat 100 percent healthy mm-hmm. i know i'm talking about eating and stuff but mm-hmm. it's, it's also you also have to give yourself that leeway mm-hmm. and i think your body enjoys it as well and there's scientific proof behind it but yeah. give yourself the leeway to enjoy you know just a normal meal just normal uh social interaction mm-hmm. and normal uh 
normal interactions within society because mm-hmm. um I know especially in the in a in our community um mental health and physical health are are two of the things that that we we kind of don't put hand in hand we can, we focus right. either on the physical right. and I know a lot of people look at um people of color as as being um very um uh, physically fit or mm-hmm, you know very mm-hmm. strong and stuff like that mm-hmm. but we uh, neglect the mental side of it and i mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. with me uh especially within uh me growing up and in my family and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's been times where i felt like mentally like i wasn't hurt mm-hmm. and so i wouldn't um express my feelings or anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. because it's kind of like when you grow up and i don't know if it's just a, a black male thing or male thing or whatever mm-hmm. you know they you know they say men don't cry you know right. this that whatever and so right. you get to a point to where you have feelings but you hold those mm-hmm. things in right and when you hold those things in they affect your relationships sure. with people and they affect your relationships you know with your significant other yeah. they affect your, your relationships with your family and stuff like that because you don't express yourself yeah but yeah. i think it's also a point too where you have where the you know even though you're the giver you know, it has to be reciprocated. You have to give and receive. Right. So I think the family that you're in, or if you have a significant other or whatever, you have to, or even with your friends, you know, mm. you have to be able to listen to them and sure. respect their feelings and respect that, you know, this person may be going through a tough time. They mm. may need me in this area right now. Mm-hmm. They may not need me to invade their space right now. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. And that's why I think about, you know, when I think about the, the, the importance of, of establishing uh, good mental health as, as well as the physical side too yeah man and you know i i think those are really great points jay and i'll add to that there are two things that you made me think about one is just this idea of, of mental health sort of being stigmatized and it being something that we don't talk about you know i did a lot of my dissertation on trauma and i talked about a specific type of trauma and how you know we haven't considered whether or not this thing can be traumatic and if it is who is entitled to that so i'm thinking about this idea of men don't cry and one thing that pops into my head is people in the military i got a lot of military homeboys who uh who address their mental health and their physical health after they uh got out because during their Mm -hmm. service Yo, you you can't mention that if you if you are if you're if you're depressed or if you're anxious, yo, I'm not gonna mention this. This is gonna mess up my bread. I'm gonna be demoted. I'm gonna get. Right, I'm, right. I'm not gonna be able to do my tours. Blah 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 blah. And then the second thing I'm thinking about too, man, is I feel like we're sort of seeing this shift. It's a slow shift, but it's a shift of being able to talk about mental health in a healthy mental state. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you like pay attention, I know you do, but you know, for everyone else, uh, football players, NFL players are retiring a bit earlier than they once mm-hmm. were. Like you got cats now jumping out of the league at like 30, 35, 40, yeah. like Patrick Willis, man, he's, he's done. He, he jumped yeah. out early. And I'm wondering if that has something to do with him wanting to sort of avoid CTE or some of these other things that some of the OGs sort of, uh, uh, encountered, but uh, yeah, man, I think it's a slow shift, uh, but it's a good shift and it's important, right? Yeah, right. And with and within that space, you know, especially when you talk about football stuff like that. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, I played football, right, right, you know, stuff like that. But it, it's it's also when you when you're playing a game like football, you you're taught and um, 
you're taught the warrior's mentality, you know, sure. to play through injury, play through pain, mm-hmm. you know, show no weakness, you know, mm-hmm. keep your game face on. Don't, you know, don't show all these things. Mm-hmm. And so I think as as the veil on mental health keeps getting revealed, keeps getting pulled back right. more and more, uh, people are kind of looking at their lives a little different mm-hmm. because it's not that I want to put myself in harm's way mm-hmm. and basically in my life and shorter than it should be because of these, you know, 60 minutes of glory Mm -hmm. or, you know, what, what have you, but it's more so, uh, I think you, you kind of have to take on a business mindset of let me use this as a tool. Like if I go professional, let me use it as a tool to catapult me to where I want to go in life Mm -hmm. rather than I have to do this for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. in order to have the life that I want. So I think that's great. And then I know with, with uh, another thing too that i mean i don't know how you feel about it but something that i kind of put into my daily schedule is at least a 10 minute meditation most definitely Uh, yeah and um you know it's just like for me i like to do it like when i get out work because of of course i work a full-time job so i Mm -hmm. work like six in the morning Mm -hmm. to two thirty then Mm -hmm. i get off and then i go and start training after that and so i I feel like i need that time in between to kind of de-stress myself you know, and to refresh, de-stress and refresh myself mm-hmm. um, in order to take on that, that second half, mm-hmm. um, so to speak, uh, right now, because that's what I have to do. And so yeah. I know with me, like, just, you know, going to counseling, you know, mm-hmm. meditation, mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. like that has put me into a, I feel like being vulnerable now is not a weakness yeah. and it puts me more in a safer place Yeah, because it yeah. helps me understand myself yeah. um, more so than holding it in and just... Mm-hmm basically kicking everybody out mm-hmm. or just you know pushing everybody back or not really want to get close to people because I feel that you know in the end you're gonna hurt me like this person hurt me this that and the other right. and so I feel like doing those things right. like just growing up and being you know it makes you more cognizant mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. also makes you stronger in, a, in mm-hmm. the same sense because you know like you said man that stigmatism on mental health like when I know when I was growing up it was like if a person went to a counselor or they had to get like, or mentally they were off or whatever, mm-hmm. like the the one label that went for everybody was that person crazy. Like that, and they crazy. Yeah. Is that whatever. And yeah. so you never want to be labeled that. So you wouldn't reach out for help or talk yeah. to anybody yeah. or anything yeah. like that. And so, you know, that's like mental health is, is a big thing. And I, I'm pretty sure you see a lot of that uh, within, within the field of, um, of social work and stuff yeah. like that as well. Yeah, man. I, I I want to say this real quick, man. You brought up some good points. Again, one thing I want to, you know, commend you and thank you for is just acknowledging that you have contact with a counselor. I'm not going to lie to you, man. A lot of people do, and they don't talk about it. And I think it's okay to say, hey, I talk to someone. I do, I do mental wellness checkups. However you want to frame it, it gets yeah. done. And I think that it's really helpful because you know, when you, I'm familiar with you, with your personal life, you know, we, we know each other and we sort of understand that lived experience, you know, being a young person, being a young person of color in Mississippi, um, Mm. oftentimes for us, man, we, we sort of, we get brought up and we get brought into this whole mental health conversation or this mental health exercise uh, reactively. Um, we don't mm-hmm. have if something has to happen a crisis has yeah. to happen for us to sort of tap into that and you know part of mental health and mental health mental wellness is sort of doing these check-ins and being proactive you don't have to that doesn't have to be anything wrong 
for um, you to sort of go to a counselor for you to do those like mental check-ins, man. And the other thing I want to say too, I don't know if you mind sharing it or not, but you mentioned something really important. You mentioned meditation. Dog, we, um, part of this, part of this discussion is about demystifying mental health and mental wellness. You know, I think when someone hears meditation, they may picture, like for me, I pictured being in the woods, uh, being surrounded (laughs) by trees, sitting, uh, you know, flying lotus style or whatever. It's not what that is, man. Meditation, you know, do do you want to talk a little bit about how you meditate? Like that's really important. Uh, with me, I mean, uh, when I first started, it's kind of like, like I went to YouTube and I looked up guided meditation, like mm-hmm. something that helped me get into that mind frame to get into that state and, mm-hmm. you know, help me with getting my brain to where I want to go. Right. But with meditation, it's not necessarily, I know a lot of people think like, you know, you think of like Buddha or, you know, right. some whatever. I'm a Christian, man. I believe in God, whatever. Right. Right. But um, it's one of the things where, it's not necessarily a religion as people have made it seem, but you have to like with, with the world that we live in, we have social media, we have yeah. instant messaging, phone calls, like stuff that we deal with every day, uh, you know, job duties, things like things like that. Right. And so one of the things of meditation is you have to take your mind off of everything and mm-hmm. like focus on this one thing. And, and when you focus, you basically focus within like your inner man, like your spiritual side of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you just take that time to, you know, let your mind wander, feel the, mm-hmm. and it, it sounds like hippie, but you have to like feel right. the energy around you and feel the vibes and, and just like, like let yourself relax. And like, mm-hmm. once you do it, and especially if you start off and start doing like guided meditations and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. like you'll be able to like tell a difference for real. And like, you'll be able to feel like your body relaxed. You'll be able to feel like, you know, just everything's feel so much better and feel so much lighter. And like, mm-hmm. with me, I felt like I was such a person that was so like, not just saying uptight, but like, I was like tense and like uh, subconsciously tense mm-hmm. that like once I started doing it, I was like, man, I feel like so much better. Mm-hmm. And so it's just something that I added into my regimen and mm-hmm. I just started doing it every day. And, and and like I may miss a day or whatever, but like I can tell like when I miss that day or I miss a couple of days because it's like I go right back to feeling like you feel like kind of like dirty from the world mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just something that's like cleansing and like it's just it just helps so much, man. And it, that's that's kind of how I can like dig into it. Yeah. And um, I know, like, with with uh, some of the things that we're talking about, like, with the mental health, like, the reality is, like, living, being from Mississippi and living in right. Mississippi, of course, you know, we run into um, black and white, you know. For sure. So, right. black right. and white interaction, And those interactions aren't always friendly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being a person of color, you have to learn how to deal with those things. And people don't always understand it, you know, and mm. people of, uh, people not of color don't always understand the point of, the point that you're coming from, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, they talk about PSD, P- PTSD in the army mm-hmm. and stuff in the armed forces and stuff like that, but I mm-hmm. feel like that's something too that we have within our community because of some of the situations that you, you face uh, growing up right. and um, you learn to deal with or at a very young age, two, three, four, five, six, somewhere in there, your parents are sitting you down and trying to teach you how to deal with those things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I feel like 
you know, I know I kind of went from meditation to that, but, mm-hmm. you know, being able to meditate kind of helps cope with those things as well because <laughs> not everybody's the same, you know, and then yeah. you, you might go through a situation too where in a day you, you encountered something like that and it's like, you know, it balls up so much uh, negative energy in you that you need to release that in some, some way, shape, or form. So if I don't, like, if you don't have a counselor or somebody you can talk to at that point, like meditating is one of the things that, that helps you, you know, get over that. Yeah, man. I mean, this is only my opinion. So for anyone listening to this, it's only my opinion. But to live in America is to live in a state of trauma or to be familiar with trauma or to be familiar with stress. Um, America's capitalistic. It's very that American dream that we grew up hearing about. Uh, it, it's it's hard to reach that man. It's hard, and that dream can sort of turn into a nightmare really quickly. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, it's, it's 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 stressful. It's difficult, which is why it's so important to, you know, keep keep your brain and keep your mental health in check for sure. Yeah, and uh, and I think that when I when I was talking about like the meditation, that was one of the points of like kind of how how we practice. Mm-hmm. good mental and physical health you know mm-hmm. of course with the physical everybody knows you know of course trying to eat the best you can right uh, and especially like with healthier foods i know sometimes it gets a little pricier but eating the mm-hmm. best that you can and getting exercise daily i'm not gonna say and i'm I'm a trainer i'm not gonna say eat 60 minutes a day right but at least 20 to 30 minutes of yeah. exercise yeah a day it doesn't have to be high super intense but just yeah. something to get up and get moving and get in motion but yeah. uh one thing that I'm 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 kind of thinking on, you know, as as we're talking about mental health, mental health, um, is did you ever encounter any situations, um, growing up through you know through school or anything that kind of <clears throat> you felt like you may have gotten the short end of the stick, or you may have been stigmatized because of your race or color. You know what, man. Um... So my so the research that I just got done doing and that I'm working on is this concept of racism based trauma, you know, and asking, can you be traumatized from experiencing racism? And in that, you know, myself and some colleagues have had to talk about what racism looks like. And a big part of that is considering racism as not only this thing that is overt and in your face, but something that is very covert. And I bring that up to say that. I don't know, which is a sad yeah. and sort of like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But as I've gotten older and become a bit more aware of people and, you know, words and what's said and aware of microaggressions. Uh, yeah, man, it's mm-hmm. definitely happened. Um, the older that I've gotten um, and, and, you know, more recently. So, yeah, I don't know if you wanted any examples or for me to just be like, yeah. Yeah, you can. You, yeah, you free. Like, yeah, give us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You if you don't mind. No, I don't. Um, you know, I remember, you know, while I was wrapping up the PhD and looking for um jobs, I finished my program a lot faster than other people because I worked hard because I'm, I was tired of school at this point and I was ready and I was working full time. Left, put my career on pause and went to school to finish the PhD. So I had goals to do. And I also had personal things that I wanted to attend to and take care of. I want to start a family. So I wanted to get done quicker. But man, there was always just this pushback of, 
oh, you know, you're making us look bad. Da, 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 da. And this would usually be from people who didn't look like me. I mean, who, mm-hmm. um, uh, and then I remember, man, uh, applying for jobs, for professor jobs and getting offers, getting a few offers. I think I had like four <laughs> and a few people were just surprised that I was able to get these offers. You know, how's this, how's this black dude? You know, young, young with a PhD, <laughs> yeah, yeah. getting these offers. How, 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 how are you doing this? You know, what's, what's the, what's the formula? What, what's, how do you do that? And you know, I remember getting frustrated and telling you know my loved ones like, yo, there is no formula. I know where I come from. I know it's very difficult to, uh, from where we come from, which is the bottom, right. man. Mississippi is Mississippi. So, yeah, <laughs> right. man, it, it, it's 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 happened. It's happened. Um. You know, but I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to practice calling in people instead of calling people out and lashing out. So yeah, I don't know. Plus, you called me on Easter, so you know I'm, I'm yeah yeah. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be good on Easter Sunday. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean it's it's one of those things too. Like like you were talking about the jobs. I remember I remember when I finished uh, at state and I, I had my bachelor's mm-hmm. degree and I came I moved back home. Mm-hmm. I made the choice. I I had a choice. And at that time, it was between moving off and then staying home. Right. And for whatever reason, I chose to stay here. And so, <laughs> um, right. And so I, I came and I was like, you know, of course, when we were in high school, I don't think it was as prevalent. And it wasn't anybody I went to school with, but it wasn't like, I don't, I, I think I wasn't, I'm like you, I wasn't aware. Right. It was like I was aware if it was like in my face, but I wasn't aware of like the, the the small things or like the wording yeah. or the the way people talk and stuff and so <clears throat> I remember coming here and have my you know of course having my resume you know dressed trying to look the part and trying to get a job and I didn't have a job for the first year I moved back home right like, right I think I did was just trained and stuff like that but right like I was trying to find a job and I never forget uh it was a certain company here I'm not gonna call it names out but right right I was getting ready to walk in the door with my resume in hand and a woman like took it up on herself to walk outside of the the business before I even got to the door and was like we're not hiring <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about it basically in some words <laughs> and so I was like dang dude I ain't even get a chance and like mm-hmm. that happened on a couple occasions and I was mm-hmm. like you know and you know around here you know, it's always like who you know. It's not about what you know, but who you know. For sure. And you know, the thing was like I, I kind of felt that like you, like you said, was that aggression to where I was like, it's people doing a whole lot more than me with less than me. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. And I felt like I was like, man, I worked my butt off mm-hmm. to get where I'm, where I'm at. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the chips were stacked against me, and mm-hmm. here it is now. I got them, and it's still not enough. You know, <laughs> and so. You know, it's just one of those things where you like, dang, dude, like I can't win for losing. And so, yeah. um, you know, I, I I feel like with within our community, one thing that I've always been a preacher of is can we start a legacy and keep it going? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like if your dad or your mom or whatever was a school teacher, can somebody come behind it? and be a school teacher yeah you know if your dad or mom was a doctor can somebody come behind and be a doctor but i i feel like with us i don't know why but people always get off the course you know like it's always like yeah. their parent is a, a, a 
physical therapist or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then they come back and it's like, I don't want to do that. Or mm-hmm. like you just completely bum out and, you know, I don't know. But, yeah. you know, I just feel like it's, it's, it's so much to talk about with, within the, the mental health space mm-hmm. and questions that I, I don't know if I have an answer to. I don't know if you have an answer to, but, you know, it's so much that you can question. And it's just like, you know, when you start, as you said, you start from behind in the race. Like, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you even, it's not even get ahead, but how do you even catch up? Because right. I'm not saying you're going to walk or go shoulder to shoulder, but how do you catch up yeah. and uh, be able to be an influencer or be able to be mm-hmm. a person that kids can look up to or older adults can look up to and say, you know what? I think I'm giving one more shot. You know what? I think I can make it. I think I can make that happen. I think I can reach my dreams, this, that, and the other. And um, I'm not sure if we can answer those questions, but I know those things are out there. You know, I know those are things that aren't talked about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, those are good points. But I will say, I feel like this could answer one of your questions, man. This idea of leaving a legacy. Part of that starts with sort of giving anecdotes and being an example and i think that's why i'm so excited to be able to return back to mississippi and do work and that's why i think it's so good that you didn't decide to leave the state because you know a lot of people I, you you've heard it man i can't wait till i get out of mississippi <laughs> right a b c d e f g which is right. fine you have that right but man uh there's something that should be said for those who sort of leave home get what they need and come back and give yeah. back because there are so many gaps to fill in Mississippi and you know in other places. So I think that's one way to be that example, and you're that example. So you know, and, and we have so much talent that leaves, yeah, man. and never comes back. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you wouldn't be, but a lot of people listening will probably be amazed at how many people are from Mississippi, yeah, are running companies, or entrepreneurs, yeah. or you know great influences you know mm-hmm. and they never say anything about being from here being from this place mm-hmm. and um it's so much talent i think i think one of the reasons that is it's hard to come back and be one of those people that you know just put your foot in the ground mm-hmm. or just be a worker or mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. is because of you know as i stated previously you know can you handle are you mentally tough enough to handle what's come what's gonna come with it you right. know what i'm saying right or, or are you willing to just grind it out and, yeah. in order to get what you want to get? Like, if you want to be at the top of the company, you know, you may not get the favoritism, but if you put it like a, a, you alluded to this point earlier, if you put the work in mm-hmm. and your work ethic matches your attention to detail, mm-hmm. I think that you still have a great chance of moving up within that or creating your own thing and going right. from there. Right. It's just it's all a matter of how you how you how you go about things and how you practice those things. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I mean, I can kind of take that to the physical side of health as well. Mm-hmm. You know, with our community, especially, I think that uh, one of the things that we need to work on. Um, and this is my opinion. This is just right. Miller's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> is you know, the work ethic and what we put out there for people as a, mm-hmm. as a community, as a whole, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, let's get off the, and this is the funny part, but let's get off of the fight videos 
or us acting crazy <laughs> or you know what I'm saying because we know we can fight all right but let's <laughs> let's shift that you know yeah um, and, and put and, and shed a different light you know yeah. we got plenty of people that's entrepreneurs and stuff like that but we have to support each other we yeah. have plenty of educators but we have to support those educators yeah. we have plenty of lawyers doctors things like that but we have to support them you know at the same way we support everything else um one of the things that I know when I look at other communities that really stands out and is great is that within those communities, they um they have an ability to keep their revenue within and <laughs> keep funneling, keep funneling that revenue and not letting it get outside source, basically. Oh and man. We're kind of on the opposite of that. <laughs> we outsource it all. Don't keep much in. So, you know, that's you are, my. You you want to bring this up during uh, income tax season, man? Come on, man. That's my skill. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's my skill. Well, you know, it's not just your feeling, man. That's backed. That that's backed by empirical data, man. Um, I won't call out any particular. I won't call out any any particular groups, ethnicities, races, whatever. What I will say and what the last thing I heard regarding money and how fast or how slow it stays in the community was that the black dollar stays in the community for like 12 minutes or something like yeah, that. It was, some, it was some, it was some, it was some, like 10 minutes or something like that. Yeah, yeah I man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. I, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I think it's fair. I think it's, it's truthful. And what I will say to that too is just, this idea of sort of supporting one another. And if, if you're not going to support someone, then don't, don't backbite. Cause sometimes I guess for me, I've been in certain situations where not only was I not helped, but I was, you know, talked down upon man, in mm -hmm. one way or another. And other groups of people don't do that, man. And, you know, talking about the mental health aspect that's rough that's rough on your yeah, psyche man when your, when your brother man when your brother man look down on you man it's it's rough you know man it's it's uh it's it's crazy and i know like for it like y'all we not this gonna this ain't gonna be our last time having curtis on because or dr <laughs> dr davis my bad no this ain't gonna be our last time because because yeah. we got a lot that we we gonna give y'all but yeah um speaking on that point man it does affect your psyche you know, yeah, because I know like with me um, and especially choosing a route to go into business for myself and just, mm -hmm. you know, going into that grind and, that, you know, that whole arena is <laughs> totally different. Like, I think yeah. I probably learned more. I'm not going to say more than school could have taught me, but so much about life and that other side of it that academics doesn't teach you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with people, man, it's like. The thing that I can, I'm kind of hesitant on now is like people coming up, like especially if it's not somebody I just know for real, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like being like, "What's up, bro? What's up, bro? This net." Like I'm like, dude, like I can't, you know. And I'm gonna be honest with you, for me, it's a trust issue thing, <laughs> and I'm like, I just can't trust people like that because a lot of times people like the first ones that have said that are the first ones that come back and stab you in the back, and it's like. Dude, I thought you had my back. You know, right. I thought we were cool. This, right. that, whatever. And it's not necessarily that you've done anything to them, but it's just a thing where they're like, you know, like, dude, yeah. forget him. He ain't doing nothing, you know, and they just talk down on you. 
And um, it's like, dude, like, why can't we both win? You know, why can't we both succeed? Yeah. Like, if you're doing your thing, I'm going to hype you up, you know, like I would anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I just expect the same in return. And I feel yeah. like, I don't know if that's something systemic or something that, you know, we can date back in time to, to other events, mm-hmm. um, which has made us like that way. But I know, like you said, that does affect your psyche a whole lot. And yeah. um, it affects the way you look at people because your outlook changes mm-hmm. each time you go through a situation like that. Because then, like I know for me, I go through a thing where it becomes like trust issues with everybody. And then now I got trust issues with the whole team. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. Because it's like, okay, if he did this or she did this, then who next? You know, who else can do it? Yeah. And so when, once I go through that, now I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm going to protect myself. Right. So I'm going to shut it down and just, you know, block everything off. And so, yeah, that that does have a, a play, a play a big role, a major role in, in your, your, uh, your mental health as well. So yeah. Curtis, Dog, we're gonna get ready to wrap this thing up. For I sure. want you to give, um, because we're we gonna do some more of these segments. But if For you sure. can, because I know we talked about a lot of stuff yeah. very broad in detail with mental and physical health, yeah. If you can give, uh, give us one uh mental health practice that maybe people can implement into their life, maybe not daily, maybe weekly, or maybe mm-hmm. monthly, or what have mm-hmm. you, and mm-hmm. one physical tip, uh. Just leave us leave us with something like that. <laughs> yeah, I have a few and I'll be brief. One is to reward yourself. Reward yourself and treat yourself. Another one is don't reward bad behavior with good behavior. Um, acknowledge and appreciate your team and your support. Uh, feed into them. They'll feed into you. Uh, another mm-hmm. one is drink plenty of water. Another one is um, even if you can only do 10 minutes of exercise, that's fine. Man. Um, another one is... Um, Go to bed on time. <laughs> uh, I was told uh, last time I had a physical, and for men in particular, you man, y'all make sure y'all go get your physicals. Last time I had a little physical, my doctor told me that the bedroom is for sex and sleep. So I took the TV. <laughs> I don't really watch too much TV in my bedroom, but um, yeah, you got to get off the phone. Man. You got to jump off Insta and Facebook and all that while you're laying in the bed. The light in the phones will keep you up a little bit longer and You need that time to decompress, man. You need to rest. As we get older, we need those six, seven, eight hours, whatever it is, man. And um, yeah, man, that's 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 all. And 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 go easy on yourself, man. You know, we we all human. This is all a practice. We're trying to get it right day in day out. So give yourself some leeway and be kind. So that's it. That's what I got, bro. That's it. Um, well, y'all, this was another great episode. From the Legends of Athletics, and I know today we kind of went off kilter, not yeah. talking necessarily about athletics, not necessarily talking about anything fitness related per se, but we get gave you guys some great physical tips and some great mental health tips as well. Sure. Because as we all know, mental health, physical health, spiritual, emotional, all that go, they all tie into one and into your overall health. And yeah. it's one thing to be physically fit. It's nothing to be mentally strong, but if you don't have both of those working hand in hand, then you're giving yourself a, a huge disservice and you're doing your, you're not really doing yourself a favor in the long run. So be sure to take these tips. If you want to listen to this podcast many, many, as many times as you need, take yeah. notes and, and do those things that you need to do 
uh, within your mental health and your physical health as well. Also, make a checklist and ask yourself the question, am I doing what I need to do mentally? Am I doing what I need to do physically? Am I in a good space mentally? Am I in a good space physically? And do a self-assessment because that's one of the key components to really doing the things you need to do and being a better you tomorrow than you were today. And so um, if you listen to this podcast, of course, if you listen to it on uh, iTunes or if you listen to it with Apple or anything like that, wherever you listen to this podcast, be sure to leave a great rating. Let me know what I could do better. Let me know what you guys want to hear. Be sure to um, tell a neighbor, tell a friend, tell everybody that you know to listen to these podcasts and be sure to tune in. We're going to have Dr. Davis on here a uh, a few more times because I, I know he has a lot to give you guys. I know he has a wealth of knowledge and he's had many experiences dealing with people uh, in these spaces and also dealing with these in these spaces himself. Mm. And so, um, <clears throat> Dr. Dave, you got anything else you want to add before we get off? I do, man. I just want to say I'm proud of you, man. Proud of you for using your voice. Proud of you for being responsible and thoughtful. Um, and um, 